Splinters of Jade is a thriller podcast and may contain material not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to Splinters of Jade, the Legend of the Five Rings role-playing game actual play podcast. Your game master is Chris Garvey. All right, you let him die there. Cooney Garu is played by Buell Richardson. Uh, that is true. We do have the archery. We could pepper them with arrows. Kitsugi Akira is played by Steve Lanslow Bartolome. Look decided. Do you think you can take him? And Yogo Sojabo is played by Bren Thorson. Well, I get bucked off the horse or the pony. <laughs> now, on with our show. The battle has been won. Many of the bandits have been laid to rest. And the one that you recognized, the rat-faced thief from the uh, town, he is lying on the ground, coughing up blood and sputtering. You have a few turns in which you can ask him questions, but he is dying. Can I leave this to Katsuki? I'm going to leave this to Katsuki. If you've got questions, I don't. I'm not sure what to ask him anyways. So are you going to just let him die there? I guess. <laughs> All right, you let him die there. Oh, we put him out of his misery, so... Like, I have Sai put him out of his misery. Yeah, it's good. Right. It's like, you know, it's really, you're really unlucky. Sai walks over and with the sharp edge of his hooked swords, he lops off the head and rolls down to an embankment. You can see in the distance the few remaining horsemen are galloping away but you have this feeling like it's then it's not going to be the last you've seen of them nope uh, i began tending our wounded and i think guru will too yes guru's also going to tend yeah i'll i'll tend to uh, the wounded um mundanely i have medicine skill yeah all right, go ahead. Just do your individual rolls. Uh, these are all TN2. Let me know if you fail. So I got a total of three successes, uh, two strife, and an opportunity, which I will use to cure a condition on the guy. I'm whatever I can. I'm using uh, a spell rather than. Uh, yeah, medicine. For, so, for the most part, we're just making sure you succeed in what you're trying to do. 
you have time in which to take care of anything and patch people up. They're not going to be, you know, fully healed of everything, but you can definitely fix them up. And I'm going to keep the two successes, the opportunity, and the strife. So I dig it an opportunity. All right. What are you doing with the opportunity? Uh, um, I'm going to use that opportunity to show some of the others how to do to bandage because I was actually using medicine. So, so I'm using it to try as a teaching, a really basic first aid teaching. All right. Okay, I'm going to use my opportunity to spot a detail not related to patching people up. Uh, that would make our um, job um, against the next wave a little bit easier. You notice that as they're leaving, they're taking a particular route. So you could ambush them if you wanted. You also know where they're at for their base camp, so you could always take the fight to them. The village headman makes his way out now that everything's quieted down. Oh, you did it! You drove them off! And a lot quicker than I was expecting, too! For now, I have a feeling they might be back. But I did see which way they left, and we do know where they're camped. Will you be staying and helping us with the next bit of this battle? We'd greatly appreciate it. I would be up for that. Unless we want to take the fight to them and finish them off. It might be easier to go and take the fight to them. But then there are quite a few of them. I would say a night attack and try and stealthily dispatch them. But I don't know how well that would go for us. Because I'm not very stabby stabby and uh, Guru is not very stealthy stealthy. We have the bows and we have the arrows. We could rain fire down upon them. Who is this? Sorry, that was uh for you. Call you. Okay, cool. I know there's two women here and you have a very similar woman's voice. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of limited on my women's voices. Uh, that is true. We do have the archery. We could Pepper them with arrows and take as many down as we can, then those that survive, we do normally. Mirai walks up. And how would you expect to get out there? You have my horse. And she will only take myself and one other. Didn't we uh, capture some of the horses that the bandits used by killing off the bandits? Or are they too injured to carry riders? 
Well, they're alive and they're around. You can, uh, you know, are, are you pointing out that there are the horses around? Yes, I am. So, well, there are the horses that the bandits rode in on. They are not as fine as your steed, but they, they will suffice. suffice. Yes, they will suffice. I have a bow and can fire, but mine is not at long of a range as what the rest of you are using. That is fine. When they actually try to break out, your skills will be very useful. Then shall we be off and harry them before they get a chance to regroup? I say we do that, yes. I concur. All right, I'm trying to remember what animal handling would be under. Survival. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I'm going towards. That was the way it was in the beginner's game. All right, thank you. I tr was trying to remember. All right, so you each find a mount. And the other Ronin seems a little hesitant. The great Henri does not ride a pony. So are you telling us there's something that the great Henri cannot do? Only because the pony cannot withstand my might. Then we should find you a mighty pony. Very well, stay here and uh, if anybody, if any of the bandits come back, you know exactly what to do with them. Yes, I shall handle them single-handedly. If you're sure you want to miss out on the glory of wiping them out. <laughs> uh, no, someone should stay here to protect the villagers. You never know if a second wave will come. Well, then you can work with the villagers to help protect them. I won't need the villagers. I can do it all on my own. Of course you can. Then the great Anwi will stay and protect the village. All right. So the six of you pony up, well, five of you pony up, and Mirai is on her war horse. And you go galloping off. Do a survival roll for me, please, just to see how well you handle yourself. And uh, you can choose the stance, but let me know what stance you do choose. Uh, yeah, Kitsuki, you can go ahead of me and I'll roll when you're done. OK, thanks. OK, that's three success, one opportunity. This is just a TN2. OK, well, that's a success on an Earth check. Three success, one opportunity. And who's got the highest strife at the moment? That's probably Guru. I forgot to bring up that 
one or sorry, written down. Well, I get bucked off the horse or the pony. <laughs> what yeah, stance okay. were you in? Uh, I was choosing fire. All right. Uh, uh, that's one. I'm just keeping that opportunity, the clean opportunity, not the strifey one. All right. What do you want to do with that opportunity? I'm going to add a kept black dice set to an opportunity result to the next check you make with another skill. Okay. And Kuni Guru. Oh, by the way, I'm using the opportunity to reduce Guru's strife by two. Okay, now rather than being at 11, I'm at nine. Whoops. Good. All right. It will make you. I've got my numb locks on off. So you said it was a uh, survival. Yes. Did I roll for side two? There's uh, no, I'm just worried about the three of you. I'm not rolling cool. for Koyu either. We're just worried about PCs. Hmm. And what stance are you in? Uh, air. Yes, I'm not in Earth. Uh, let's go with... Insert shocked gasp here. <gasps> okay. All right. What would you like to do with the opportunity? I gotta figure out what I can do with that opportunity. Uh, air opportunities. I am going to try to act subtly to minimize the tension in my efforts, i.e. I'm trying to be stealthy in my writing. All right. So as you follow the bandits, you're able to keep a good distance, uh, especially since you have to stop every once in a while because Yogo Sojibo keeps slipping off the pony. Doesn't get hurt, but... You know, it isn't very becoming of his skills. He's not used to riding. You get up to the hills and you can see the four bandits regroup with the other 30. And they gather around a campfire and begin talking. Mirai, in hushed tones, starts talking. My bow is only for short distances, but I will be ready to charge in at a moment's notice. How far away are the, are the bandits now? Um, you're up on the hill above them. So I'm there within bow range easily. And a horse charge would get there very quickly. Uh, so we're about range. What is range three? Where is range bands in this? I forget. I, I really don't like the range bands because they're just either. exponential. You know, range six is as far as you can see, and I can see the sun. So therefore, it is in range. The sun is in range six. <laughs> 
So they're within bow range. Um, oh, I wasn't using a bow. So they're in range four. Okay. About um, or I volley range. It. So about a hundred yards or so. So if it's eleven, I, it. I say eleven to hundred is bow range, which is range four. Volley range is hundred plus yards, range five. So yeah. the actual the range actually does give you some actual distance. Okay, yeah. so I'm gonna cast try and cast the spell. You know how well that goes. <laughs> okay. Actually, not too bad. Uh, I'm going to keep the two six, the, the success, the explosive success with strife, and the other success to succeed. So I'm adding. Uh, I guess that doesn't work. Yeah, you have to type out ADD. There it is. Okay, so that's two opportunities. So, because I, I remember I got that. Yep, you had the bank opportunity. Yeah. So, what spell are you casting? The fires from within. Now, what's that one? So, that is uh, basically an uh, it fires three rays uh, at three targets for three damage, but four with that bonus success. And I'm increasing the range. And I'm going to hit. Uh, so, OK, increase the range by one. And I'm going to hit another target, so four of them take four damage. Okay. You know, narratively, I'm going to say you shoot out these beams of light, and they hit four of the mooks. Their cheap fabric clothes catch on fire, and they drop to the ground and start rolling, trying to put out the flames. Sadly, I cannot target uh, objects with that. It says specifically characters in this spell. <laughs> so tents are not characters, I think. You know what? I will let you narratively do it because I think. It, it the rules are probably written for combat and this would be. Yeah. You know, narratively, I, I like the idea of firing it at tents. So let's retcon that. Let's what okay, what is yeah. your intent? Well, my intent was to set fire, but this doesn't like it set fire to the tents with this. So I would do that instead. Just f like, is there any or, buildings? Nope. OK, this just. A, tents. Yep. So you set fire to four of the tents. And there's chaos going on people are kind of mm -hmm. looking all over trying to figure out what's going on so i'm going to say that that gives you two rounds of free actions we're going so, to start shooting 
Uh, yep, yeah, same here. Do you want to go roll first, Steve? Go ahead. All right. Four success, three strife. All right, go ahead. And you'll get two shots to fire off. I would like to complain about this spell a little bit because they have an opportunity spend on this spell that is exactly the same as the opportunity spend in the generic opportunity spends for invocations. That's poor uh, writing. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Okay, I'll also take my second shot if you don't mind. Go ahead. Yeah, just get your two shots done, and I, I've already rolled for Koyu. Okay, so the second one is um, four success, one opportunity, two strife. Let's see what I can do with the opportunity. While he's figuring that out, why do we have Guru do his shots? And then we'll do Sojabo's second action. I would just one of the strife I got from that, so. For the listeners, Gru has no archery. So he's just going with uh, water. On three dice, it's exploding success, two opportunities, three strife. He kept all of that and rolled exploding success again, got an opportunity and a strife. So the total is one success, four opportunity or three opportunities, and four strife. Guru is going to use a, the opportunities to reduce his strife. Holy moly. Let's see. So we put before we put him to 15 and reduce by six down to nine. And let's try that again. Oh, that's that. That was better. So he hit with the second one. And I'm using the opportunity again to reduce some strife. All right. So of the six arrows that went flying, five of them hit their mark. Adding to the chaos in camp and just making it and, and wounding five of the five of the bandits. What's Yogo Sojibo going to do for his second action? So I'm going to use uh, switch to water, use embrace of Kenro Jojin to ward that I have which allows me to walk on earth, stone walls, swim through earth for till the end and have spiritual resistance to earth invocations in Maho till the end of the scene. So basically, I think this works as I'm swimming towards them in the earth. And I swim a little bit closer and use my action to move if I need to. Um, how close can I get this way? You can get probably within 50 yards of them. Okay, cool. That one is, I'll delete that one later. All right. 
rolled action, I guess, will be. What do I got here? I don't got anything. Uh, I'm just going to throw a kunai at them then. All right. So my martial arts ranged, which I think is two. Pull that up. Yes, two. Sweet. Okay, so uh, I'm going to keep uh, the two successes with and the, the no, I'm uh, sorry. I'm keeping the success on a white die, the explosive success on a white die with strife and an opportunity. And we'll see what I get. So that's. Sweet, I crit. So the kunai goes flying through the air, and it actually hits into the throat of one of the bandits. Blood gurgles up, and he drops. You see the bandit next to him. Well, he doesn't look so much like a bandit. In fact, you kind of recognize him. He's a samurai. He looks at you. Hey! Let's settle this like samurai. One of you against one of me. In an old-fashioned duel. It's the samurai that you had taken into the Doshin. The one that originally lifted up the um, Chite. Yep. It's not freaked out by the fact that I'm swimming in rock. He hasn't actually seen you. He just saw where the kunai come, came from. Ah. He's worried it's ninja. Or, sorry, he's worried it's shinobi. Yeah, I'm like, there's no such thing as shinobi or ninja. Yeah, ninjas don't exist. Officially. Can we get a sense of how powerful this guy is. Ah, uh, that's going to take a roll. What would the skill be? Uh, you're trying to assess his martial skill. Uh, yes. That is going to be... It's going to be a tactics roll. Um, you can do Earth because you've met him before. So you can recall information you saw about him. Uh, you can analyze him with air. Or you can just trust your gut and go with void. And I'm not telling you the TN on this. So having no tactics, that's four successes, five strife, and an opportunity. Wow. Uh, yeah, you, well, I was right. <laughs> um, and what stance was that? Earth. All right. So, from what you remember of him, he looked physically strong, despite you know him acting weak. He held up to one of your headbutts. No, he didn't. That I was the guy we killed. I thought really? it was. No, 
I just listened to the episode this morning. I posted it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you posted the interview okay. last Wednesday, and I listened to it today. Okay. Well, I thought it was the other guy. No. I did, too, because we weren't interrogating the, uh, the samurai. You were interrogating both of them. You had them in the room together. Okay. Um, he became a little disheveled uh, in that altercation. And you could see that he had sinewy muscle. So he could be pretty strong. As far as skill, you know he's quick with his hands to be able to pickpocket. But you're not sure how that skill is going to transfer over to swordplay. Do I think either Akira or Sai could take him? It's a hard call. You're not sure. Probably not Akira. If you're going to send somebody up against him, you would want to send Sai. But it would be a tough call. Whether you sure about Sai that? Sai's only ranked two. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to try and look at him with my um, uh, with my spirit sight. And I'm adding a void point to roll and keep an extra black, I think. Is it black? Yes. And that's uh, four success. And All three right, strikes. So you... The one challenge is he's at quite a distance from you. Uh, what you can see when you look into him is a roaring lion that has been chained down. Hmm. So it's probably the lion clan. Or formerly of. Or formerly of. And you had your suspicions of that from when you, in, when, when you interrogated him as well. Right. It looked to uh, Kuni and said, he might be a challenge. Uh, I think he's a former lion. At least that's what my spirit sight is hinting at. He is. He's probably a berser- one of their berserkers. Probably. The lion is chained. Well, he is no longer within the lion plans, so he's probably no longer a lion, but a follower of someone else. Perhaps we can find that way to, quote-unquote, unchain his inner lion. Might turn around. Don't ask me to do it. Maybe if we call him out on his... um, uh, Yakuza boss, Himura. Go ahead. You're more the voice in this one than I am. <laughs> All right. Sai, I may need you to back me up. Sai nods, looks at Yogo Sojibo, then looks back at you. Yogo, who is a ways away, swimming through rock. 
he looks at him still. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm gonna stand up and start heading toward towards him. Sick. We seem we really have to stop meeting like this. I'll put an end to that. Are you sure? Maybe we can deal with your Yakuza boss instead. Maybe find a way to get you back in good graces with the Lions? It's far too late for that. It's never too late. Are you going to back down from my challenge? Are you going to back bear down? Mind, if you do back down, you will lose honor. Hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a question. Like, Kira, you, Sai can take this if you want. I know how well you and duels have gone in the past. Yes. Are you going to back down from attacking the the defenseless village? If you win, but if I win. You walk away. You let us do what we want. Hmm. Look decided. Do you think you can take him? I have been practicing. I would stand a good chance. Very well. Turns out. Hmm. Right. If you win the, this duel, I will back down. If I, if we win this duel, you will back down. Sai, you will champion me. So with the flaming tents in the background, the bandit samurai and Sai stand face to face a dozen paces apart hands on their weapons ready to draw Splinters of Jade is a work of fiction and is not affiliated with Edge Entertainment Fantasy Flight Games or Asmodee International music is used with permission from Darren Curtis more of his music can be found on SoundCloud, Bandcamp, or his website, DarrenCurtisMusic.com. Our logo was designed by Nix Animalia. More of her art can be found on Etsy. Recording, editing, and sound design is by Bren Thorson. Story is conceived by Chris Garvey. You can follow us on Twitter at, at SodgePodgeRPG, Facebook at facebook.com backslash sodgepodrpg and sodgepodrpg.podbean.com You can message us at sodgepodrpg at gmail.com Please leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your podcast player of choice. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you can't J-Strike it, grasp it with Earth.